0: Welcome to Live from Size Lounge, weekly conversations with alumni of Iowa State University. At the ISU Alumni Association, we strive to facilitate the lifetime connection of cyclones everywhere. Communicating, connecting, and celebrating cyclone pride. This series is made possible thanks to the more than 43,000 members of the Alumni Association. If you are interested in staying connected to the university and receiving all the benefits and services of being a member, visit isualum.org to learn more. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome into Live from Size Lounge. My name is Matt Van Winkle with the ISU Alumni Association. We are excited to welcome Casey Neubauer as our guest today. Casey is a 2013 graduate uh, from Iowa State with a degree in Advertising. After graduating, he moved to Texas to pursue a career in finance and quickly established himself as one of J.P. Morgan Chase's top private client bankers. Casey is now living in New York City, where he's transitioned into the financial technology industry, currently managing online and mobile banking projects for credit unions nationwide. He also recently co-founded Creating for Justice, a growing network of activists and professionals who offer artistic and other professional services in exchange for donations, 100% of which benefit anti-racist organizations. So please help me welcome Casey Newbauer. Hey, Casey. Hey, Matt, how are you? Doing well. So you're out in New York City, right? I am, yep, happy how to be things, here. How are things out there? I guess it's the first day of fall, right? How How are things, are leaves starting to change like they are here in Iowa?
1: <laughs> yes, yes, uh, it's my favorite kind of weather. It's You know, it's like 60 to 70 light sweater jacket. nice For
0: for sure. And you're you're an Iowa native as well. I know you grew up not too far from Ames. And um, let's just jump into that. You you started here at Iowa State, graduated in 2013. But tell us about the, the journey that kind of took you from Iowa and now to New York where you're when you graduated from Iowa State, where you're working in financial technology. Tell us about that journey that you took from Iowa State to where you are now.
1: Sure, yeah. So I actually was born in Ames. Uh, My my older brother went to Iowa State. um, So of course, I was going to go to Iowa State. (laughs) Uh, I started out at Iowa State. I majored in accounting at first, and then I I, uh, switched over to marketing, and then I switched over to advertising, where I ultimately got my bachelor's. Um, And after I graduated, um, I moved down to Austin, Texas, Um, and then I started working at JP Morgan Chase in which they eventually transferred me up to New York city and that's how I got here.
0: Very cool. And you've been, you've been in New York city for a couple of years now, but talk about your time at Iowa state and how that really helped you getting to where you're at today.
1: Sure. Yeah. I I think going to Iowa state, especially how I was kind of jumping around in all these different majors, it, it made me pretty well-rounded, um, And ideally at at first, what I was going for, I wanted to do like advertising sales, um, which is why I ended up with majoring in advertising with a focus on psychology, a minor in psychology. Um, And then when I got down to Texas, I actually um, wanted to do something more with with numbers again, like in finance, which is how I got a job at JP Morgan. In addition, I think one of the coolest things I did at Iowa State was called the national exchange program. I don't think a lot of people have really heard of it or take advantage of it, but um, Iowa State partners with, I I think it's 300 plus universities across the US and you can basically study abroad, (laughs) um, but within the US and I did that for my junior year. So my junior year, I spent down in San Marcos, Texas, which is right outside of Austin, Texas. And then I came back my senior year to graduate.
0: Nice, yeah, that's that's something. That's a program I hadn't really heard of, but yet, like you said, it's uh, not study, it's not really like a study abroad. It's, what, did you, what was the term used for it?
1: <laughs> study in broad is what study I call it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, no one had really ever had heard about it down there or at Iowa State, so it's definitely a, it's a cool program. So if, if you do want to spend a semester or two semesters um, at another university within the US, they have a lot of options. So worth taking a look.
0: Sure, cool. Um, so you and your husband, Taylor, actually recently co founded creating for justice. Tell us more about this organization that you recently helped start and why you felt the need to start it in the first place.
1: Sure. Yeah, so I will start with the why. Um, after the murder of George Floyd, uh, we were here um, attending protests in New York City. And eventually we wanted to do something more. Um, one of my coworkers asked me what talents do you have that can set people free? And that really got us thinking, uh, what is something that we could create that would be sustainable? Um, and it wouldn't just be a part of a trend. Um, so that's when we founded CFJ and it it, it kind of spawned from, we, at first we're just sitting on the couch thinking about my husband, who's a voice teacher. We were thinking he could just offer some voice lessons for donations and we would donate 100% of those to somewhere like the NAACP. And we, uh, decided that I think a lot of people are trying to fill this void of getting more involved in and not not just living in an, an anti-racist lifestyle, but but actively living an anti-racist lifestyle every day of your life. And um, we started asking some friends if they would be interested in volunteering or offering some service that that they could offer. And before you know it, a few weeks later, we had over 20 volunteers. Um, we we just filed as a corporation in the state of New York, uh, mid June. And we applied for our 501c3 status in August. And we're now a nonprofit 501c3 organization. We elected our board of directors recently, too. And yeah, things have been really crazy the last few months. So it's, it's going well, though.
0: Can you share a story about maybe how you've already seen this concept of someone offering their talents, their services for donations that benefit these organizations? Maybe share with us how you've already seen this starting to pay off.
1: Yeah, so I, I have a few different stories. Um, there was a young black artist singer out, out in Queens, actually, who wanted to take voice lessons. Um, I don't know if, if you know a lot about voice lessons, but they're, they're very expensive. Uh, mm-hmm. it, in New York City specifically, um, voice lessons can range from $75 an hour to $300 an hour, mm-hmm. depending what you're looking for. So we, we actually have uh, three voice teachers volunteering for us who will give you a voice lesson for as little as $1. Um, So she she found us and she took a voice lesson with our volunteer, Rebecca, actually, and she she loves it. And she plans to keep on donating and keep on taking voice lessons. Um, So that's kind of the beauty of these services that we're offering. They, they actually have a real market value. I mean, I do budgeting services, which can run $75 a session to $100 a session. And, um, there's just a lot of services that we offer that are significantly below market value and your donation goes to a good place. Yeah. Um, it was really important to us that 100% of donations for our services are always going to be forwarded to a good cause. Um, we actually allow our volunteers to choose which organization to support um of course it has to align with our bylaws and our board of directors has to agree but um
0: gotcha. yeah. very cool well what do you inevitably hope creating for justice is able to accomplish through your mission and working with these these groups and their services to, to provide people what do you guys hope that kind of the long-term goal of this
1: yeah yeah so first i'll say our mission is to amplify black Indigenous and people of color's voices um, through fostering a community. So the way that we do that is we're providing accessible arts and professional education services like budgeting or tax help or voice lessons. Um, we want to affect change in a sustainable way. So it's it's something that we're hoping can last um, not, not just through 2020, 2021, or 2022, but hopefully for the rest of our lives. Um, so hopefully we can create a stronger and louder, broader coalition of volunteers and voices. Um, right now, our our biggest focus is getting people to actually take advantage of our services. Like I said earlier, we have over we have about twenty services, and um, we could definitely ha- have have more people take advantage of those services because a lot of our volunteers. Um, are like, give me the work. <laughs> I, I'm here. I'm ready. So um, definitely, if anyone watching this, if I encourage you to go to our website, creatingforjustice.org services, take a look through the different services that we offer. Um, even if there's not one that's interesting to you, maybe reach out to a friend, um, share our website, let everyone know. We're just trying to get the word out there. Um, so
0: so people not just in New York, people all across the country, all across the world probably could really take advantage of these services and contribute and donate to these to these groups. But can people also offer their services as well?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, uh, especially during the times of COVID. I know that yeah. we're all stuck at home or mostly stuck at home. Um, we, we actually have volunteers here in New York. We have volunteers in Texas. We have volunteers in California. Mm-hmm. Iowa, Montana, I mean, we're all over the place. Um, And I also want to add volunteering for CFJ doesn't have to be you providing some service. We we also have people volunteering to help with our social media. We have people volunteering for legal help, people volunteering graphic design, video design. So if you want to get involved with CFJ, please, please, please reach out to me. Or visit our website, um, submit a contact us form. It goes. It also goes to me, uh, and let us know. I mean, really, if if you want to do something for CFJ, I'm sure that we can find a place for you.
0: Just looking through your website, you know, there's there's quite a few services that are available. I'm looking er- ergonomic health, nutrition, uh, lots of different performing arts, like you mentioned, voice lessons. It seems like there's really a wide variety of services that people are offering right now.
1: Yes, yeah, there are quite a bit. And and we're currently onboarding some more volunteers. So um, our volunteers are ready. They're in this fight with us and uh, they're ready to give you their services. So definitely take a look at our website.
0: Very cool. Well, um, Casey, Iowa State University graduates are using their degrees to make their communities, their states, the world a better place. How do you feel that you've been able to make an impact in the work that you're doing?
1: Yeah, uh, there's nothing better than right after you finish a service uh, and someone's like, wow, this was amazing, or this helped me so much. I mean, I just created a budget for someone um, who told me they were like, I I don't know where I stand if when I go shopping, should I buy that t-shirt? Should I not buy that t-shirt? And by the end of our budget, she was like, well, I feel confident now. I I know where I can spend my money. And... I just really enjoy helping people and offering these services through CFJ. Uh, we're constantly seeing that reaction. So it feels really good. And we're actually making some monetary differences too. So,
0: yeah, I like that. Really applying the work that you do, kind of your day job, and really trying to apply that beyond what, you're, what you do, you know, nine to five. It's actually making a difference with people and helping sharing that services, uh, you know, to help these different organizations, right?
1: Right. Yeah. yeah for
0: sure. Very cool. Very cool. Well, tell people again where they can find out more about Creating for Justice and how they can get involved.
1: Yes. Uh, so our Instagram is at creating.for.justice. Our website is creatingforjustice.org. Um, on our website, you will find more about me, more about the rest of the leadership team, about our board of directors. You'll find our mission. You'll find all the services that we offer um there's a form if you want to volunteer we also have something called memberships which i haven't touched on quite yet um memberships are actually used to cover our operating costs so if you want to support us um we we have two memberships silver and gold and silver is five dollars a month and gold is ten dollars a month and these are funds that allow us to run um our members get a monthly newsletter that we call amplify and they can also take advantage of one or three services uh, every month so all that's on our website there's a lot to read on there it took us a while to get that website up and going but i think it's uh it's going strong now so
0: awesome well casey thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today congratulations on starting this great organization and really using your degree to make an impact with people's lives
1: Yes, Matt. Yeah. Thanks for having me. And again, to anybody watching, if you would like to get involved in any capacity, please, please, please reach out to me. I am so excited and we're we're motivated and we're ready to work with you. So thank you very much for having
0: me. Awesome. Thanks, Casey. Thank you. Bye. Well, that is Casey Neubauer, but we want to remind people that we won't be live next week, actually. but stay tuned to our social media for homecoming week. It's coming right up. Starting Monday, October 5th, we'll be looking back at 40 years of the Iowa State Alumni Band with former members of the Marching Band. And Tuesday, October 6th, we are talking with some alums who used to be the mascot, Cy, as we celebrate Psy's birthday on Homecoming. Plus, don't miss Cyclone Power Hour with Jeff Johnson and special guests, Thursday, October 8th, right here on Facebook Live. This event is free, but you can register for this event at isualum.org/homecoming and learn how you can be part of this interactive homecoming experience. Thanks for tuning in this afternoon, and we'll see you again next time live from Size Lounge.